Hello, this is Saidu Zaman from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 22nd of August. The Supreme Court today set aside the Kerala High Court order that had suspended the conviction of Lakshwadeep MP Mohammad Faisal in an attempt to murder case. The Supreme Court bench of Justices B.V. Nagaratna and Ujjal Bhuyan asked the Kerala High Court to rehear the Lakshwadeep administration's appeal and issue a verdict within six weeks. In a 25th January order, the High Court had suspended the conviction of Faisan. On 11th of January this year, a sessions court in Kerala's Kavarati had sentenced the Lakshwadeep MP and three others to 10 years in prison for attempting to murder Muhammad Sali, the son-in-law of former Union Minister P.M. Said. The court order had also imposed a fine of 1 lakh rupees each on the convicts. Deeming the order erroneous and remanding it back to the High Court, the Supreme Court said Faisal would continue to be an MP till the time the High Court decides the case. A single judge bench of Kerala High Court had suspended the NCP leader's conviction on the grounds that societal interest is in averting an expensive election. The top court bench said that the true position of law was not considered in the ruling and election expenses ought not to be a factor to decide whether or not to suspend a conviction. Inflationary pressures are likely to remain elevated in the coming months on account of global uncertainty and domestic disruptions, the Ministry of Finance said today. However, it added that the flood inflation is likely to be temporary because of preemptive government efforts and introduction of new crops. Retail inflation increased to a 15-month high of 7.44% in July, up from 4.8% in June, mostly owing to rise in tomato prices caused by local reasons. Cereal prices rose to 13% in July, owing to Russia's withdrawal from the Black Sea Grain deal, the ministry said. Weak global commerce has also impacted India's exports. The country's merchandise shipments fell in July due to a weak demand in export markets such as the United States and Europe. However, estimates by the Ministry of Commerce and Industry said service exports continued to rise in July, 12% higher than last year. The Ministry of Finance's monthly economic review for July said domestic consumption and investment demand are likely to continue driving the economy. It stated that increased provision for capital spending by the government will lure private investment. Earlier, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman had stated in a written reply during Parliament's monsoon session that the government was watching the prices of vegetables like onions and was working to enhance the buffer size of these vegetables under the Price Stability Fund. The minister had stated that this will ensure the vegetables' availability in major consumption areas during the lean season. Listeners, do you know the Narendra Modi government is spending high on advertisements in states not governed by the BJP? And a lot of these funds are going to newspapers which publish content aligned with the party. In the report titled Modi Government Ads in Rajasthan, over 8 years, about 12% ad spend went to just two papers with BJP links. My colleague Basant Kumar has found that between April 2015 and July this year, the Modi government issued ads worth rupees 180 crore rupees in Rajasthan. You can read the full story on our website, newslaundry.com. We are able to bring you such reports because we do not take government or corporate ads. We are fully supported by our subscribers. But if you are not one, then become one and pay to keep news free. A Delhi court today awarded a three-year jail term to a former official of the Union Ministry of Steel in a coal scam case, the PTI reported. The coal scam case is related to alleged irregularities in the allocations of coal block in Chhattisgarh. Along with the jail term, Special Judge Arun Bhadwaj levied a 5 lakh rupee fine on G.K. Basak, former Executive Secretary of the Steel Ministry's Joint Plant Commission. This is the 14th conviction in the coal allocation scam as per the Central Bureau of Investigation. According to the prosecution, Prakash Industries Limited, which had applied for the coal block in January 2007, was accused of providing false information about its capacity. Basak was convicted by the court because he gave a false report after viewing the premises himself. The court stated, and I quote, 
the report was false and he was aware that he was giving a false report." Unquote. Earlier in the case, the Delhi High Court had discharged the company and its director. The CBI had then moved the top court against the High Court's decision. In wake of calls for farmers' protest to seek compensation for flood-related damages, the Haryana police detained more than 100 farmers today in Ambala, along the state's border with Punjab. At least 16 farmer organizations from Haryana and Punjab under the banner of Samyukt Kisan Morcha had called for protests in Chandigarh to seek compensation for flood-related damages, Hindustan Times reported. The farmers had blocked the Hisar Chandigarh National Highway near Ambala city after they were not allowed to march towards Chandigarh. J.S. Randhava, the superintendent of police, arrived on the scene and urged the demonstrators to leave the road as commuters were inconvenienced. Farmers' activists, mostly from the Bharatiya Kisan Union, Shahid Bhagat Singh Group, were eventually detained and taken to police stations in buses. Farmers are requesting a compensation package of 50,000 crore rupees from the Centre for Flood-Related Damage in the region. They are also requesting 50,000 rupees per acre for crop loss compensation, 5 lakh rupees for a damaged house, and 10 lakh rupees in compensation for family of persons killed in the floods. A group of farmers had clashed with the police in Punjab Sangrur on Monday over the imprisonment of some farm leaders. Amid the clashes, a farmer was also killed after being run over by a tractor trolley, while at least five police officers were injured. North Korea plans to launch a satellite later this month, Tokyo said. This comes less than three months after a failed effort resulted in the loss of a military satellite, AFP reported. North Korea has informed the Japanese government that it wants to launch a satellite between 24th August and 31st August, as per Kyodo News and National Broadcasters NHK. According to Kyodo, the Japanese Coast Guard has been alerted of three potential maritime danger zones related to the launch, two west of Korean Peninsula and one east of Philippines' island of Luzon. Prime Minister Fumio Kishida urged Pyongyang to cancel the launch. He said that his government was collaborating with South Korea and the US to obtain additional information on the sanctions-busting launch. Pyongyang's new launch strategy comes only a day after Seoul and Washington began their annual joint military exercises on Monday. The Ulchi Freedom Shield exercises aimed at confronting escalating threats from the nuclear-armed North will run through 31st of August. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.